PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic and don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com where you can find everything for the pod including the written blog post that's right we're carrying over the going off topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too so check it all out there and i'll catch you on the next topic Welcome to this special edition of Offended, reviewing Infinity War. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) reviewing Avengers Endgame. I'm just so excited, this movie was so great. Uh, Offended by PWP Nation, it's me, Tricky, with JCD, Aaron, and Tope from PWP Nation. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on, guys? Oh, man. Oh, man. Between this... Like you said, Aaron, between this Game of Thrones and for me, like blues hockey, playoff hockey right now, I'm like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I, let me ask you a question. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. Um, is there? I know it's the final season, and like this is like the third episode. Is tonight supposed to be like? Tonight is the final battle, so it's okay. going to be the. Oh, it's not the final battle. It's the Battle of, of Winterfell, which is like one of the main areas in the. Uh, in the kingdom, I guess. So this is kind of like the first battle between these two sides in the, in the entire series. So, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah it's yep. gonna be fucking crazy tonight. This is gonna be the equivalent of Bobby Bacala and Silvio getting shot on The Sopranos. <laughs> Spoilers, dude! I haven't seen it. I know, dude. What the hell? <laughs> oh fuck! What, what the hell? <laughs> hey, Kofi wins at WrestleMania. It's fine. Um, all right, so yep. obviously, uh, spoiler warning for the rest of the episode. Uh, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, turn this off right now. Maybe actually download the episode for our sake and just then turn it off. Listen to it like in four days. Yeah, or just let it play on mute for us. Do that. <laughs> but uh, before we get into it, I want to tell a story uh, real quick. Yesterday... Uh, two of my friends were getting harassed by a fake number, and it was kind of really stalkerish and creepy. And me and a few other friends were trying to figure out who this, what this, who this number was. We even got like a couple of my 
cop friends involved, and we couldn't trace the number back, so it was a fake number. Like, it went on for a few hours, and I could not figure out who it was, and they were not stopping. So I finally just thought to myself, fuck it. I'll just spoil Avengers for them. Nice! I spoiled every little detail to them. Within 10 seconds, that person texted the person that they were harassing. He goes, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm like, oh my god, that worked. (laughs) (laughs) That worked. I get in the car, and I'm just like, holy shit. And my girlfriend's like, what did you tell them? I'm like, I just spoiled Endgame. And they're like, oh man, that's fucking genius. (laughs) I'm like, I know I'm fucking evil. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I like that. My butcher yeah. is an asshole when he cuts <laughs> cold cuts. I gotta go later and get some stuff for the week. That motherfucker don't cut shit the way I want. It's over. <laughs> I just can't believe it works. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna nice. use that from now on. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah hold people in check for the next few days. Yeah, mm-hmm. spoiled Game of Thrones, and that's next if it keeps going. <laughs> oh man! All right, but so we have three people on here. And me, JCD, and Aaron that loved Endgame, and we have one who just thought it was meh and Toph. <laughs> I want to. So you said above average or average? Is that correct, Toph? Am I quoting you correctly? Uh, I said it was nothing special. Nothing special. Okay. Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we get it? Can we get a? Can we get reasonings why you didn't think it was this good? Let's let's start with this. I didn't say it wasn't good. I said it wasn't special or special. Yes. But, but why did why uh, what's your like what's your reasoning behind it? I don't know, dude. I can't tell you how I feel after I see a movie. But, uh, all I know is the movie was just nothing special. It was good. It was just okay. I didn't leave the movie theater thinking, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" or "Oh my god, this is the best movie ever." Like I just left the movie as okay. That was just a movie. Uh, it was the culmination of ten plus years of storytelling. Um, as a follow-up to Infinity War, it was good. As a culmination of 10-plus years of storytelling, it was good. Um, but as a standalone movie, by itself, it was average. Like, I, I wouldn't even put this, like, on my top 10. There are movies what? I've seen where I laugh, and I'm like, wow, that was a really good movie. I felt that way when I saw X-Men 2. Um, I felt this way when I saw X-Men Days of Future Past, Legend, Blade 2. This movie was just okay. Um, Captain America, first of all, I said Captain America. Captain Marvel, she added absolutely nothing to this movie at all. Her franchise is a complete waste of time. More SJW, Mary Sue bullshit. Um, that franchise can die in fire. Black Panther literally had like two lines the whole movie. Um, Ant Man saved Hope or whatever her name was. She didn't say anything. Just too many characters. Valkyrie didn't say anything. Groot had like one line. There was some stuff I liked. Uh, Thor being alcoholic, depressed. You know, that's his way of dealing with the depression. Uh, Banner and Hulk kind of merging, kind of becoming like one personality. That's cool. I like that. Um, Captain America having like a support group. That's cool. I, I like, you know, I got it. You know, it, 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 so, it was fine. I just was like, okay, this was just That's it. Okay. I mean, can I just jump in? I, I, I think maybe what, it sounded like what you were saying was, as a stand, <laughs> this didn't really hit for you. Um, 
as far as like the end of the story that it was okay for you as far as like the the closure that you got from it right yeah like this was this was fine as the closure to this long um, infinity so as a, as a franchise I, I thought it was but could part but could part of that be because you need Infinity War for Endgame? That's why oh. it's harder to look at Endgame as a standalone movie. It's probably because to me the movie didn't really deliver of what was advertised because the big quote that they had leading up to the movie was uh, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. So I was under the impression that a shitload of people were going to be were going to die, sacrifice themselves. And really, at the end, who died? Iron Man, who we all predicted, and Natasha. And that's kind of safe because she already has a movie. And, and even though it wasn't confirmed, most of us predicted it would be a prequel. So right. thinking most of, if not all of the Avengers would pretty much sacrifice themselves. Like, I, I, I figured, like, probably Hulk would probably be the only one to survive. Really, only two people died. When you really consider, like, the length of how many characters there are in MCU, the consequences really went that bad. They even found a way to keep Loki alive in, a, in an alternate timeline. I, I hate that. Like, no, he was a mischievous character. He finally kind of and like Thanos killed him. Why do you got to bring him back? Okay. So, so it looks, it feels, it feels like most of your concerns were, was kind of most of the decision making with the characters. As far as like, yeah, yeah. But, this movie did not live up to the hype as far as the sacrifices that were going to be made. Because in the grand scheme, Tony Stark died, which we predict. Like going into the movie, we all predicted either Iron Man's going to die, Captain America's going to die, or they're both going to die right. because of that random vision um, Iron Man had. Whichever Avengers movie it was, I think it was like Age of Ultron. One of those. Yes. The other vision. Yeah. Like we're all we're gonna like be fucked up or something. So Tony dying, that's fine. I I, I went to fully expecting that. Natasha dying was sad. It surprised me because I knew she had a movie, and Marvel was very creative with their integrals, prequels. So when I saw they had a five the movie, I was like, eh, they're probably prequels. And then I, I think it is a prequel. I don't think it's been confirmed, but. But anyway, the movie was, this was the final, I don't hate this movie, I just want to make that clear, I don't hate it, I just thought it was a standalone movie, it was whatever, but to answer your question though, it's weird, I don't know if anyone like follows Harry Potter, because Harry Potter had Death Hollows part one and part two, and part one was kind of necessarily old, it was really just them kind of setting up stuff, and then part two of, of like Death Hollows was like, where all the action took place, and people Right. Yeah, I mean, as like as a big Harry Potter guy, and that's that's like my number one franchise, and probably always will be. I can I can see a lot of parallels that are being drawn between Deathly Hallows One, Deathly Hallows Two, and Affinity War and Endgame. And I think the thing is, I think once Endgame comes out on DVD or Netflix or, or Disney Plus, I think when we put those two movies together, I think it's going to be a fantastic, epic six hours of 
incredible storytelling, and I think you might like Endgame more when you're, you're when you're able to right. watch them back to back. You're probably right. Sometimes like TNT or TBS or one of those networks likes to do those Harry Potter marathons. Right. They like they like to show like all the movies in one day. And I have watched Deathly Hollows Part One and Part Two back to back, and it did make Part One a lot better. Yeah. So when this comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or, or I would say Netflix, but I guess Disney Plus or whatever their service will be called. Um, by the time we have availability to watch both, my opinion of the movie will probably change. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> John, what's your take on it? I, I, I mean, I thought it was great. Um, I had Infinity War fresh in my head. I hadn't seen Infinity War in a while. Um, I had it fresh in my head. Like I said, I watched it earlier in the week. So everything was fresh. I mean... The biggest thing for me when I'm watching anything is do do you feel the time that you're watching it? And I've said this to you guys privately, and I'll say it here. I didn't feel like it was three hours and two minutes. Not at all. Um, I was more of the camp that Cap was dying um, than Tony. So Tony's death. And I was always an Iron Man guy, you know, growing up. And the last, you know, the Avengers movies, I, I always kind of side with him. So his death hit me a little hard. I'm going to be honest with you, as far as Natasha goes, I didn't realize it until they dropped off Nebula and Rhodey. And that I realized, like, holy shit, one of them is about to die. Like, I, it, it took me that long for it to hit me where they were going. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I mean, yeah, I guess you could see Natasha dying because, you know, always the whole, oh, I got red on my ledger. The one thing I felt they did, and maybe it's because I watched especially the first two Avengers movies so much this weekend. I feel like both deaths were almost set up even as early as the first movie. Like Natasha always talked about having red on her ledger in the first movie. She was so adamant about going after Hawkeye because... When he was supposed to kill her, he spared her. Or what'd you say? He, he made a different decision. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, you could kind of see where there was no way in hell she was going to let him die, especially with how obsessed she was to go get him. Right. As far as Tony goes, and maybe I'm reading too much into it because everything's so fresh. But at the end of the day, he was ready to fucking blow himself up with a nuclear fucking missile at the end of the first Avenger movie. Oh yeah, I forgot. You about know. That. You know, and I was like, shit, you know, I was like, so of course, when it came down to it, he, you know, he had nothing in that first movie. Now he's got a wife and and a kid in in this movie. Of course, he's going to do what he's got to do, you know, so that's as far as like, but I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I grew up a hardcore Star Wars kid. Mm -hmm. I mean... That's what I was raised on. I mean, I'd go to the dentist. My dad would tell me we'd go to Toys R Us after. You pick out whatever new figure or vehicle came out. If I had half the toys I had now, I'd be a fucking millionaire. But I'm going to be honest with you. After seeing this the other night, the last uh, Rise of Skywalker, I don't see how it's going to compete. It looks awesome. (laughs) It does look awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I have full faith in JJ, but this is, and I'm not talking about dollars and cents wise. I'm just 
talking about as an overall move. This is going to be very, very hard. I, I don't see it anytime soon. I don't see any of the X-Men. I don't see, obviously, I as much as I'm going to go see Star Wars, that first time I can't see that doing it. I just, this is going to be hard to top. Yeah. The only thing that could pretty much top this would be if um, if Game of Thrones went into movies. Mm. Yeah. Should. Yeah. And I think Definitely. that was the plan, but uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his name. George R. R. Martin. Martin. Yeah, I yep. think he was very adamant about keeping it on TV. So, oh yeah, and he hasn't even finished the last book yet. Like, yeah, and I do know, I do believe there's a, a, a spinoff coming. Yep, as far uh, as I know, I think. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up one thing that popped in my head uh, when Natasha died. Um, for some reason in my head, it's like because I was like, okay, they got to sacrifice something, like something. I was not thinking like a person. I was just like being stupid, and I was like, "Oh, he's just gonna drop his bow and arrow." (laughs) It's a soul. No, it's a soul for a soul. That hit me like, like I said, once they dropped off Nebula and Rhodey, and they were like, "All right, well, we'll see." And I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Wait, no!" I'm like, "One of them's not coming back." The one angle I thought they might do was one of them would fall off the the cliff or whatever, and you know they would get too close to the bottom, and then they would they would go back they would they would hit their whatever they had on their wrist and go back to the current time and red skull would think that the person died and give him the soul stone and then they would that, i thought they were going to do that oh but then but then when i saw natasha actually flat and, and dead you know it's 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 it was tough and um i didn't think they were going to kill her i thought it was going to be hawkeye um so they got me with that one i know both of them um have well, natasha obviously has her her movie coming out and then Hawkeye's rumored for a Disney Plus show. Yes. So it's I, I was like, well, both of them have content possibly coming, so I'm not really sure. I felt like Hawkeye was the one that was going to go. Natasha dying was, was definitely a surprise for me. Right. Um, real quick before we uh, – so we I like what you said before the, we, uh, we started today. We were going to talk about this in the three separate acts, basically in the three separate hours. It had like these chapters, and you could tell – for me, you could tell when like the next hour was starting in right. these movies, and that's what I thought they did such a well job of. And maybe that's just the wrestling mark in me, just being like, "Oh, we're at the top of the right. hour." Like, <laughs> top of the hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yep. right. <laughs> hey, can I bring up something real quick too that I I know I caught this weekend? And again, maybe it's just because everything's fresh. In Age of Ultron, right after Ultron shows up and they're bickering in the lab, Tony says. And like I said, this might have just been a clever wordplay, whatever. But he's like, you know, we could stop all the arms dealers we want down here. But up there, that's the end game. And I just was like, son of a bitch. Like, you know, (laughs) again, I don't know if it was just, you know, because everything's fresh. Or again, if they were, you know, hinting at where where this was all going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Um. I just, like, lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry, I was... Infinity sorry, War was on... No, no, Infinity War's on TV, and I was just watching, like, this action scene. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm podcasting. <laughs> what What is Infinity War on? Oh, it's on Netflix. But it's oh, okay, right I was going to say, yeah, it's only on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I was... Sorry. No, because I know everyone's <laughs> showing all out. the movies this weekend. <laughs> but uh, I got two questions from my little brother. He won that he was very adamant on getting these questions answered for him. So I'm going to ask okay. him real quick. Um he said the first question was if the Avengers kill 2014 Thanos 
Does that mean Thanos never got the gauntlet and Infinity War never happened? No. So, th- so this the time travel thing's been like hotly discussed as far as like how it works and all this stuff. From my understanding, now this is what they've kind of presented on the screen, so I may be wrong, but from what I understand, since if you go into the past, that becomes your present. So you you can't necessarily affect what you do in the past because since you go in, but since you go back in time, you're now in your present now. So it, it doesn't really work to where you know they kind of they kind of deviated from every other time travel movie, like they kind of heavy they joked on, and they kind of you know uh, as as uh, Don Cheadle jo- joked the entire movie. That's how it worked in every other time travel movie. I think it works differently where if you go back in time, that is now your present. And your past is now your future somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very like meta and like you know, um, very confusing. Yeah, uh, um, it feels like few, it's one of the few things DC does better. Um, uh, the Flashpoint, as they call it, in the uh, the DC versus the Flashpoint. I think how it works in DC is uh, there's like different Earths: Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Three, and there's time travel. And the Flash explains it that like if you go back in the past, like you can. Their explanation is you can prevent somebody from dying, but what's that movie? Um, I said, what's that movie? Jurassic Park. What was the character um, Jeff Goldblum played? What was it, Ian Malcolm? Was that his name? Ian yes. Yeah. There's, a, there's a quote he says in the movie where it says, fate finds a way. You know, because they made it like the dinosaurs all female. So right. Dinosaurs That's why one of them said, uh, you can't just go back and kill baby Thanos because right. there will be another Thanos. Right, so how it works like in DC is like you can time travel and you can stop somebody from, from dying, but then if you stop that person from dying, somebody else will die in that person's place. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can never, you can never fully fix it. It's like every time you go back, it's like a you have a cup, and each time you go back, the cup cracks, and the cracks get bigger each each time you go back and fix something. Mm-hmm. So like the messages are just supposed to work with what you have and go forward, but. As, as Aaron just said, Marvel's way is more meta, confusing, and convoluted. But hey, man, at least it made Ant-Man important. I do like well, Ant-Man. But I think that's the thing, though, right? Is that, you know, I've been, I've been talking... I want to just give my quick thoughts about the movie overall. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the main goals for this movie was fanfare, giving the fans everything they want. And I think that's what you're supposed to do in this in this you know, conclusion of a story, give every, give the fans everything they want and then some. And then two, I think it was closure. Getting closure for Tony, for Captain America, and our central main adventure characters. Um, you know, I thought they did Tony's farewell fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I think you couldn't have done any better. Uh, you know, that the moment at the end, you know, where he, you know, I am, I am inevitable. And then Tony says, no, I am, st- I am Iron Man. I'm Iron Man, yep. That's just the perfect way to end this. It started that way. I just watched Iron Man 1 a couple days ago, and it really just comes full circle. And, you know, just real quickly, I have to say, you know, the, everyone who produced the movie, Kevin Feige, the, the Russo brothers, Marvel Studios, everything, I don't think we'll ever see a 22, 23 movie uh, story being told like this ever again. Right. Uh, I think. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to. That's that's the thing, and it, it it's a very it was a very big. You want to put this in perspective? I just want to hop on that point for a second, Aaron. When it's all said and done, until something else happens, 
even only Star Wars is going to have 10 movies under its belt. Because I do consider Rogue One a piece of the story. Oh, definitely. Mar- yeah. Marvel doubled it and then some, which is just like, they're wow. Gonna keep, they're going to keep going, too, with these yep. some most of these characters. Mm-hmm. And I think it just can't be underscored enough of how incredible, you know... I just think it's incredible how you can make somebody feel something for 23 movies or 22 movies. Um, be consistent. Consistent and never really deviate from your plan. And, and the, you know, and, and they got really lucky, too. I mean, all these actors wanting to stick with these roles. The, the, yeah, one, yeah. the one really was Mark Ruffalo. But the, even him, we kind of forget Ed Norton played the first Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, I just think it, we can't underscore enough how great this franchise has been um it, mm-hmm. it turned me into a marvel fan i was not a big comic book guy before the first set of iron man movies and then it slowly deviated to where this is one of my favorite franchises. same same thing with me i was always more of a batman superhero yep. when it came same to here. the comics and stuff growing up I, you know batman superman was for me but i i was at work one day and we had a tv and someone came in and was like yo you gotta watch this iron man movie we put it on and i was like shit you know, and then the whole concept of the post credit scene was like, wow, you know, like even even the movies that weren't as major and I consider even Captain Marvel to fall into this category. The post credit is what you needed and that's what connected the pieces like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I had zero interest in Captain Marvel, but I wanted to see. Show me the post credit scenes because I need to see how this is going to tie in to Endgame. And it keeps right. you guessing, too. Yeah. Can and and, just, and, uh, and that's what worked. Captain Marvel's garbage. That would be nice. Well, this, this, is what, this is what I'll say because I disagree with that. I think I watched Captain Marvel. I enjoyed the movie as a standalone movie. Captain I, I Marvel's think... Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is really what it is. I'm going to get you guys in trouble. Can we just put a stop to this Mary Sue bullshit? It's bad enough it's in Star Wars now. I'm tired of this Mary Sue stuff. We get it. Female equality. You guys want to have representation. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Amazing. You know, when I was a kid, there's three female characters that I thought were really cool, and they weren't Mary Sue's. Storm from X-Men. Sam Sparrow from the Metroid franchise. Laura Cross from the Tomb Raider franchise. Three very interesting female characters of great personalities that weren't ridiculously overpowered. But no, in present day media, we got a bullshit female characters of overpowering strengths, but they have fuck all interesting personalities. Not really. Well, cap- Chris, 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 let me just let me Chris? let me just jump in real quick. Hold on, let me just jump in because I, I, I have really- a request. <laughs> Uh, I, w- I just really want to say, I-, I watched Captain Marvel. I enjoyed the movie from- as a standalone movie. I think Captain Marvel should have come after Endgame. I think they they kind of rushed the character. They wanted us to get invested in her right away when we don't have the history with her. We don't even really know it her was, story. It was forced. Yeah, it was forced. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree it was forced. I think they should have waited until after Endgame to, to come out with this character. I will say, however, I think, I think during the movie... I think we could we could we could say she probably wasn't needed in the movie, right? I mean, I think no. we could all say, right. Okay, I, I think I think it was a good idea for her. No, she wasn't, and you yeah. know, and I think it was a good idea that they didn't depend on her the entire movie. I mean, a lot of yeah. people had problems with her 
like leaving and coming back. I think that was great. I think keeping her out of this movie as much as possible was a good idea, and having her come in to help at the very end was was made sense because her reasoning made sense too. There are other worlds that are dealing right. with the same problem. What she said for to me, Rody for in, me, in the Disney. Because John already alluded to it, because he mentioned Star Wars. It's no coincidence that we have a Mary Sue in Star Wars, and now we have one in Marvel, and the common denominator here is Disney. This tells me that Disney's forgotten how to make likable, relatable female characters. Okay. Okay. Two Frank That's two in a row. Okay, because my thing was, I, I didn't understand what you meant by Mary Sue. Are you meaning like a goody two-shoe kind of no, character, Mary, or are you meaning... Mary, Mary Sue is an internet trope. A Mary Sue is basically a female character that's strong, because the plot demands it to be so. Okay, gotcha. It's a character that is overpowered for no reason. It started with Rey from the new Star Wars franchise, whatever you want to call it, new trilogy. If anyone has seen The Force Awakens, there is heavy criticism for, I don't, I mean, I, this is obviously a, a review for Endgame, but to give people a perspective who don't know about Mary Sue, Mary Sue is a female character who's just strong when everybody else has to figure it out. For instance, in The Force Awakens, Ray just figures out how to use the Jedi mind trick. When other Jedi, like Anakin and Luke, had to be taught how to learn, Ray defeats Kylo Ren with a lightsaber, despite having absolutely no training whatsoever and never will be one in her life. Meanwhile, Kylo has been trained by Luke and the smoke guy. He's actually fought and killed people, but he loses to Ray. Ray is, knows how to use a gun. She knows but how to fly. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say they, they didn't do that with, with Captain Marvel, though? Because she was bested in this movie. Yeah, but in Captain Marvel, though, they just made her overpowered. She didn't have any strength. Like, literally, like, the ship blew up and she just gained power. She's just strong because the Black Man did. While Black Widow was an agent who had to be trained. Valkyrie was a warrior who had to be trained. These are female characters that have to work for their strength. So, I'm going to sum this up. Captain Marvel Charlotte. He's just some random guy in Tatooine. He's got to train with Obi-Wan, Yoda, and go through, get his arm cut off before he gets good. Anakin Skywalker had to get bodied by Dooku before he gets that good. But Rey is just strong because the plot stands. This is a new thing. You're seeing it in movies, you're seeing it in TV shows, you're seeing it in wrestling, where they're just presenting female characters are strong just because and they even work for it and that's bullshit because of, because but, of, i don't know about that i just I, 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 I feel like with captain marvel though i mean if you look at and maybe it was more the speculation but the minute you know the pager drops in infinity war and everybody realizes what that means i i don't know about you guys but a lot of what i saw as far as speculated was it was going to come down to her taking Thanos Right, out. right. Her having to be the one that, you know, was mm-hmm. going to come in and fix everything. So, you know, it becomes a case of, did you want her being the dominant one? Or did you want her in the doses that we got her in Endgame? And, and she set it up with with that when she had that little back and forward road. You yeah. know, well, where you been all this time? Well, there's other planets in the world and, you know... Um, you know, I'm only one person, you know, paraphrasing. It's which way should they have went? And I get Chris's point because you, you, you got it in Infinity War. And she's not alone. Then you, got, got you got it in this movie. In, then you got it in this scene <laughs> where all the women just showed up together. Right. I get what Chris is saying, and it's true. It's, you know, heaven forbid, you know, whatever. 
you know, I, I get it. It's true. But as far as Captain Marvel goes, you got to look at what what the other option was. And I, I think this was the better way because I really think if she would have had to be the end-all, be-all uh, yeah. in this movie, I think it would have shitted on everything else that had been done over the last 11 years. I don't so, you think know that what? was going to happen because uh, the reaction to her movie was mixed and yeah. the actress that plays her isn't really likable, to be honest. Yeah, Brie, Brie Lawson's <laughs> fucking out of control. But, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the, everyone thought after Infinity War, oh, wait till she shows up. She's going to kick Daniels' ass and right. she's going to fix everything. Did you want that? Or, okay, you get a handful of scenes with her and she contributes to only blowing up his ship, not really killing him right, at the but, end of the day. Like, that, but you do see what I'm saying about Rey and Star Wars, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that, no I, I agree. There are, I there agree. are parts yeah. where this happens. Uh, I, I'll even say, in this movie, you had that little uh, A-Force tease, uh, it seemed like, you know, with all the females in that. Yep. But I don't feel like it was heavy-handed, though. I felt like it was. it happened in that one moment, and then they moved past it. I, I didn't Yeah. Feel, I got. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, Marvel's very with good with that. Yeah, like yeah. I said, the only exception is Marvel. She's Captain Marvel. I agree. In Star Wars, I've I've just become a Star Wars guy. I agree. The the Ray thing is a little weird. Uh, well, you know. let hang on. As far as Ray goes, though, and maybe this is the optimism in me of you know being a Star Wars guy since pretty much I can remember. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that there's a bigger payoff to her in nine. As far as who and what she is. Because I get what you're saying about Luke, Chris. But you got to remember, at the end of the day, Luke was a Skywalker. So there was already something there. Kylo was a Solo who had traces of, a, of Skywalker and, and stuff in him. I get your point of who is she. But if there is something that pays off and it explains, no, her parents weren't two junkers, you know, or whatever the hell... Kylo said they were in The Last Jedi. Her lineage is da da da, Kenobi, Palpatine, Skywalker, whatever. Then that does change it a little. But you're right. it's the fact that, you know, you, you got to have that strong female character, I, I you know, no matter Wars what the story calls for. I think he, the Star Wars you're is right. Out the uh, J.J. The Abrams gentleman. What he's doing is, uh, I, I, I get what he's doing, he's, he's being progressive. The Star Wars that George Lucas wrote, he is also includes the prequels as well as the originals. Um, George Lucas wrote the movies in a way where, in order for you to be, I mean, you can be born force sensitive, as they call it in Star Wars, but in order for you to realize the potential of said force abilities, you need training. Um, and of course, if you come from a family that has a strong force nature, it, it makes it easier for you to be strong. But J.J. Abrams, he's writing, he's writing this new Star Wars lore where basically he's saying, well, anybody. No, that was Rain Johnson who tried to shove that down our throats. That's not J.J. Right. That's what he was going. He's going, tried to say, well, anybody could be it. That's a nice message. You know. Yeah, but it blew up in his face. Look at all the hate for The Last Jedi. Right, so, this, and Mark Hamill, he went on, I mean, I love Mark God bless Mark Hamill. It's funny, and they always, he, I always forget when he's the Joker, he the Joker in the animated series. Um, I think Mark, I think the Joker, he, I think Mark Hamill did a, a picture on Twitter 
where it was uh, him, uh, Leia, Solo, and Lando in the Millennium Falcon. And there's a caption that says what the fans wanted. <laughs> and then at the bottom, it shows whatever the hell that roast chick is. Some alien is like what we got. And um, I-, I heard that they're going to put the Emperor back in uh, Episode 9. This just seems like a panic move to me. Um, I'm only mentioning Star Wars so much because you said Episode 9 top um, in-game. No, it won't. Uh, the Last Jedi has, in my opinion, irreparably damaged Star Wars to its core. Um, it'll take quite some time to rejuvenate what is left of Star Wars. The best he can do is finish this new trilogy on a, on a, on a good note, I guess. But um, I don't see anything surpassing because anything that goes past is already finished. Like, Lord of the Rings is done, Harry Potter's done, Matrix is done. I think DC has just given up on having an extended universe. Harry um, Potter is never done. Okay, you're probably right there. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, listen, if, if, if Cena shows up and murders uh, Hobbs, I'm all for that. <laughs> Chris, right. real quick, can you just... With your with your women rant, could you just turn around and say all you stupid dames need to shut your filthy mouths? Just wow, complete your transformation into a 1950s male. Complete your transformation. (laughs) I don't don't want to have. I need to grow a mustache like Mr. Robert. You don't need that target on your back, Toph. You're good. (laughs) Well, anyway, I just like (laughs) Becky Lynch, and uh, so moving on. I got so let's uh let's go with the You're going to be in a minority soon. I know. Uh, <laughs> I I could tell that's already happening. Um So, this movie was in like 3 acts. It was in 3 separate hours. And let's start with the first act. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. <clears throat> so we had Tony Stark still Where was the where was he at on the planet? Or he no, he's on the spaceship. No, mm-hmm. the beginning was Hawkeye on his farm. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Right. Correct. Yeah. And they, uh, his family vanished, and then cuts to Tony. More importantly, real quick about Hawkeye, his wife is the girl from Grandma's Boy. Fucking nice. And from Scooby Doo. Yep. That's right. Is that Shit, Velma? She is? Yeah. Yeah. That's who that was. Oh my god, that was driving me fucking crazy mm-hmm. in that movie. And she's also the wife in Daddy's Home. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Oh, for all you nerds out there, I think the term they refer to it is decimation. Okay. <laughs> hey, can we talk about decimation for a second? It's going to get really morbid, though. So, did you know that if the decimation happened for real, it would actually benefit human society? All right, Toph. Because the rock would be gone. All right, Thanos. No, calm no, down no. over there. No, I'm, I'm serious. First of all, there would be less people, right? So, if there's 7 billion <laughs> are people. You, are, are you Thanos? I wrote this down. I wrote this oh, down. Jesus! I wrote this down. So hypothetically speaking, no, I'm dead serious. I'm, this is no sarcasm. I always liked you. If there's 7.5 billion people, and then Thanos did the snap for real, and that means by the time it's over, it would be less than two billion people. Do you know what that means? First of all, there would be a lot more empty houses and neighborhoods. That would make houses cheaper. That means we could live in more places. Secondly, it would stop pollution because there's less people and the world would go back to being more nice and clean. But you know what the most important part is? Since there's less people, 
then that means you could require people to pay more money for whatever skill you have. Before, there could have been like 50 people in your neighborhood that was good at fixing the washing machine, but now there's only one. It's you, motherfucker. All, all I know is keep those Affinity, storms, uh, affinity Stones away from Toph. Oh, Holy shit. shit. I think Donald's had the right idea. He's a, he's a face. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked you, Chris. I always liked you. Remember that. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you didn't know forever, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get Tony Stark. Uh, so he looks super skinny. I'm assuming, like... Was he? How long was he in the ship for? Twenty three days. Twenty two or twenty three days. Yeah, something like yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I must miss that. Um, and then Captain Charlotte showed up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She showed up, saves him, brings him back, and they're trying to figure out a plan to go kill Thanos and get. They were trying to get the Time Stone back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, that. Yeah. Um. That small amount of time with Tony and Nebula, I really enjoyed that. It was a really small amount of time, but mm-hmm. yeah. even like the small little things of like her picking him up and putting him in the chair, or uh, her giving him the rest of the food because she she's half machine, so she yeah. doesn't really need it all. Yeah. Just really good stuff. I, I love the full circle kind of redemption storyline for Nebula. Right. You, you know what else stood out with me too with the whole Tony thing when he got back to Earth. I totally forgot him and Cap were not uh, together at all in Infinity War. They weren't. And it, it was the first time they were to, in the same place in Civil War. I, it took, when they started arguing, I was like, holy shit, like, just the little things they did with this. And what a performance when, when Tony gets back and he's just freaking out. Yeah. For real. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, and then we go, they get a plan, they go to Thanos, and just... Fucking Thor, man! Mm. I was not expecting that, like at all. That's a really ballsy choice. Yeah, really ballsy choice on on the Russo brothers' part of mm-hmm. making him fat Thor. I mean, half the appeal <laughs> of <too>. him <laughs> is is that he's very handsome, and, and it's like you know, it's it's hard to yeah. totally change that character. And actually... the funny the thing is, they didn't turn him back. I thought they were going to turn him back at some point. Like he would, he would, the lightning would hit him and he'd be all ripped again. Yeah, I thought that too. I know we're going to jump the gun a little. I thought that too when he, when he got going at the end there. I was like, all right, here yeah. we go. And, and it didn't. It was like, all right. What they do with Thor is um, a lot of people are like this in real life. I mean, I was like this at one point. Is sometimes the people who've been through the most shit joke around the most. Yeah, a way to distract themselves from all mm-hmm. the shit they've been through. So a lot of his movies are when you really analyze what he's been through. He's yeah. Really been through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. lost. Everything. He lost a lot. Yeah. But he well, disguises it humor to make you forget how much shit he's been through. because if he stops laughing, he's gonna scream, mm-hmm. right? Cry. It's mm-hmm. actually pretty sad when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But what Funny. I was talking about was, I said, holy shit, was when he cut off fucking Thanos' yes. head. I did not right. see that coming at all. I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. where we where we go from here? I was, like, actually confused. Yeah. I, like, I figured we're going to go back in time. But I, I, said like, to yeah. John, I said to John, uh, 
talk about a payoff. They paid it off twice for you. Yeah. Yep. Two times he died. I, so except, I, think, yeah. except for, I think the biggest swerve in this movie is that Fortnite is a thing in MCU. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of that, my favorite, I popped for my favorite character's return, <laughs> Korg. Hey, my name's Korg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a big rock guy. Yeah. Naked boy you. 17, go back in your basement. <laughs> hey, Thor, can you help me out? That guy called me a dickhead again. <laughs> but uh, it's like uh, the, the fucking Thor Ragnarok though. He's like, yep, yeah. yeah, made a rock. Don't let that intimidate you. Unless you see this, it's just a little paper rock, paper rock scissors joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's why I popped. I like. I was like, yes, there's Korg. I don't even care if he's in the rest of the movie. That's all I wanted. And my theater, uh, somebody had a Korg riot sign. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so, yeah, Thor's fat. So, yeah, we fast forward five years after that. Mm-hmm. I really liked how they did this movie. Oh, like, yeah. In a way of, like, the realization is set in, like, everybody's yeah. vanished. Like, even, even how they put five years later on the screen. It yeah. was five yeah. space years space later like yeah the five met was it five months five weeks mm-hmm. and you know, it hit you with the years and you were like oh shit oh shit yeah like, that's a long time <laughs> yep man yep like i don't i don't even know and then you get so you get ant-man back so i actually missed ant-man the wasp Ooh. So, i know i know i meant to watch it never got it's around on to a- it it's on. It's on Netflix now. I know, yeah. and I meant to watch it before I went and saw Endgame, but I just never had time to do it. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess he's been locked in there for a while. Like, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Oh yeah, that's was, right. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question, Todd. Todd. Let me ask you a question. How um, how much of the quantum stuff did you kind of get? Like, I kind of just. I kind of pieced it together here and there. Like, yeah. I mean. I just kind of figured I was I wasn't really thinking a whole lot into it. I was just kind of thinking it's just they, a time they, travel. They thing. never they never directly said it, but it, it was implied. Um, you know, because obviously in the first movie, um, Hope's mom goes in there and it never comes out, so they assume she was dead. But then you know, um, Ant Man himself went in there and he came out, which gave them the possibility of sometime came back. So maybe gotcha. you know, Hope's mom killed. <clears throat> then. And and then Wasp, they do find Hope's mom. They get her out, but she hasn't aged at all, which implies that time works differently and the quantum realm. And uh, he goes in there and post credits to get energy for the girl. Something was wrong with her. He kept like shifting through stuff. He was like, I don't know, is it just me, but is Chris cutting out on everybody? Yeah, he just started for me. Yeah, okay. me too. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Right. But yeah, yeah, he's left in there. He's He goes in there at the end of the movie, and unfortunately, when he goes in there, the snap happens. And so Hope and the father and the mother, they get decimated, and so he's stuck in there. So, so he kind of had it worse than anybody, because when everyone snapped, he's in there totally oblivious. He has no clue what's going on. So then he, he gets out and he's like, where the hell am I? So I'm sure for Ant-Man, it was probably like the Twilight Zone, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and how, I mean, how do you, how would you have felt? How would you guys, how would you guys would have felt if like you came back five years later and you're reading the names of people that vanished and you just see your name and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I'd probably have the same reaction he did. Yeah, exactly. 
Yep. All I gotta say, I fucking love Paul Rudd, though. I could watch yeah, anything yeah, in this movie. Just him, I can just watch almost freaking. anything he's in, yeah. Paul Rudd's, Paul Rudd's good, yeah. That's why it surprised me. Not a lot of people like Andy Lusk. Like, I, I talk to people, and the opinion of that movie is not very high for most of, most people. I really enjoyed it, and anything with Paul Rudd, you, you got so me. The, the, reason, the reason is, is because the order of how Marvel did their movies, it hurt some of their lesser-known characters because some of the movies like Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy increased the state the states to like galactic proportions where they're fighting like international beings and stuff. So it's like you watch that and you condition fans to expect bigger and bigger states. And That's then fair. you have like Ant Man and it's like basically a, a low key spy movie. Which is fine. But it's it's a lot smaller. You know, you know what it is too? You know what it is too? And it doesn't take away from how good the movies are. You got you know what happens to some people because I caught my I myself have fallen into this. Yes, everything is a piece, but after a while, it's easy to just get lost in how many pieces there are to yeah. things, and mm. it's like okay, yes, Ant Man and Wasp is going to be an amazing is going to be a good movie. Okay, and for the movie itself, it will tell a good story. And again, though. It's a matter of coming back to the, what you call it, the, you know, how many people go into some of these movies looking just towards the end credit. That, you know, so that's what makes it sometimes the perception on these movies a little different than what they would actually be mm -hmm. because they're just the 38th piece on a 112 piece puzzle. Just right. to, you know, and. And that that's what hurts some of them. If, this, if if everyone was done just as part of like their own series, like Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp, you know, Iron Man, you know, Captain America, whatever, and then Doctor Strange maybe as a standalone movie, I guarantee you the perceptions of them would be looked at differently. But the you know, in this case, they're all part of the pieces to connect to where we eventually got. Yeah. You know, you know, and and yeah, it came down to that last scene. In Ant Man and the Wasp about him being trapped, you know, and until you know those things didn't happen anymore until Endgame, where there wasn't a post credit scene. No matter what you thought of the movie or what you thought of the direction or the story it went into, it came back to yeah, but there's gonna be something at the end that's gonna tie this all that's gonna tie in. So I need I need to watch it. Yep, definitely. Um, one more thing about. Paul Rudd, uh, when he was when they were just naming off all those time travel movies, I was fucking dying. <laughs> he just goes Die Hard. No, that wasn't the one. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was hoping they would mention Dragon Ball Z and Future Trunks. I would have lost it. There. <laughs> so you're saying Back to the Future is full of shit? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so with them coming together and uh. Ant-Man figuring out everything or has the idea of time travel. They go to Tony Stark, which we now see he has a kid, a wife, and he is not interested in anything that they have to say, especially if Captain America's standing around. And John See, I didn't get said, it if I didn't get it if it was that. I think it was just a case of he had to he didn't want to lose what he had. Yeah, right. I, I don't think it meant. had to do with the fact that that Cap was there. I think it was just that and there was still I, some I resentment. That. 
Yeah. There was still some resentment there for sure. Oh, yeah, but it, it wasn't. So. I don't think that was because they talk about it later when he comes back. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. To me, he wrote it himself. Everybody was looking for the second chance. His dark was his second chance. He he literally are right, right. So he was probably well, even even Pepper says, goes, you know, this time we got lucky. Don't we we, yep. we got what we wanted, you know, and and that's that that kind of filters into his guilt and why he's so guilty yep. about everything. So, yeah. yeah. And then let's see where do we go from there. So we got oh Hulk. Oh yes. yeah, did that yeah. yeah. We need a bigger brain. Yeah. That, and, that was the line. We need a bigger brain. And Hulk being Hulk just threw me off. Just normal Hulk. <laughs> Learn how to control it. Yep. Now, now, okay. So I know that there's past um, comic books or storylines where there is a Professor Hulk. Um, is it just me? I, I'm not a huge fan of Professor Hulk. I like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Uh, and I felt like, I felt like even in the final battle, like, I, I think regular Hulk would have just made such a better presentation yeah. there, where yeah. in the final battle, Professor Hulk was, I don't even remember him in the battle. No, yeah. it wasn't because, remember, he burned his arm and, um... Oh, yeah, that's why. He was stuck mm -hmm. with the oh. flood. Was there, they... I, I knew in Infinity War that they were going to go in that direction. It became very apparent. Uh, Professor Hulk is not one of the more popular versions of Hulk. Most fans just prefer Hulk. Hulk Smash, you know, that's yeah. Hulk. But, um, you know, that's just not what they're using. They're using Professor Hulk. Um, they are just trying to, from a, I guess this is the wrestling mark in me, the way they see it, Hulk is already over. He's already established. So right. they just want to use this TV time to get other characters over. They, they're using Professor Hulk to help get other people over, basically. Um, and I don't dislike that, but, you know, I'm not a huge Hulk fan. I like Hulk, but I do know a lot of Hulk fans that weren't too crazy about the way Hulk was used in this movie. But, yeah. you know, it's fine. Hey, he, yeah. he ain't got shit on Korg, that's all I gotta say. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what Doug would say. Korg needs his own movie. He really does. Or at least a, Dis a Disney Plus streaming show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody, I'd watch everybody it. will get a show except Iron Fist. Please God. Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> um. So that all happens. Takes a picture with the kids. Green Ant Man doesn't get a picture. Oh, that fucking mm -hmm. that comedy! Oh my God, Paul Rudd was just so good he in was. that scene. Take the goddamn oh. phone back. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Then we go back. Tony Stark. So what was it that he was like putting together? Um, drawing the blank on like just the kind name. of a, a, the time, a the time, the quantum stuff. Yeah. yeah, like would it work? Yeah, a path getting the stones and coming back. Mm -hmm. And it works. And now Which, he's contemplating. Fucking. This is when right that scene right there with his little kid. I'm like, he is fucking dying. Like mm. for sure now. It is set in my mind. Like, yeah, he's dying. And I said to my little brother right before, I was like, I think Iron Man's going to die because I think Spider-Man's going to see it, and that's going to be his Uncle Ben moment. I, I, I predicted him to die from the beginning simply because in this MCU universe, his movie was the first. He started. Mm -hmm. like he, he's the foundation. He started. He's the founding father. Yep. So I, I figured he's going to die. Some people thought it was going to be Captain America. I, I did. Say, I won't lie. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was gonna be Cap. I, I'm not even gonna try to lie to you guys. I, 
thought we were looking Idiot. at. For me, yeah. it was like, I'd say it was like 70-30. I was like 70, Iron Man, 30, Captain America. Then when Cap, well, we'll get to it later, but when, when Captain America wield Thor's hammer, then it went from 70-30 to like 60-40, and I'm like, mm-hmm. But I still, I still held my gun, and I was like, nah, it's going to be Tony. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, and I'm not, I'm not one of them, but I, 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 I could see it changing after Friday. How many parents went home after seeing this and told their kids, "I love you, three thousand? Oh, yeah, <laughs> a lot. I may have said it to Katie last night. I was like, "Oh, I can't say that yet. You don't know what it means." Yeah, yeah. I, my my son is a creature of habit like that. I could see that. I could see him saying that going forward. I will say this: this movie um, really was kind of Tony Stark's movie. And, you know, we, we, there was a bunch, of, like Toast to, to said earlier, there was just a lot of characters and a lot of plot points that they found a way to get back together. It's like kind of Tony Stark's movie as far as, like, just the emotional impact that it had and, and just, oh, yeah. just his. Mm-hmm. He, he I, I don't know how he. I would. Did, did, they? This, did we lose Aaron? Yeah, you were cutting in and out. Oh, uh, I, I, all I said was that I think I'd be surprised if he doesn't get some kind of nomination. He should. He should. Yeah, I think he totally should. I like, think that's why. Um, what was nominated earlier? Um, something. Oh yeah, Spiders into the Spider Verse. That was nominated, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. Black Panther was yeah. nominated. For Black Panther got. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I think uh, Black Panther and Into Spider Verse being nominated. I think that's a test. Mm-hmm. To see uh, how fans reacted to um, comic yeah, book stuff, I think you're seeing, yeah. I think you're seeing these these types of movies no longer being pigeonholed to what they are. I think they're being looked at as, you know, movies that can play a factor, you know, into awards and stuff like that. And it's good. And yeah, you know what, Downey was awesome in this movie from top sure to was. bottom. I mean, even just you know the way he was able to pull off. Not to circle back to the beginning, but the way he was able to pull off being sick and frail and weak and all that stuff, you know, that that's hard to pull off. And he, mm-hmm. he nailed it, man. He, mm-hmm. he did. Yep. Just one more thing before I... Th- I'm going to throw it back to you, Todd, because we, we're kind of running out of time, I think. Yeah. yeah um, I got 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I, I just want to throw it out there. I want to kind of be the first one to say it. Um, I would not be surprised if we see a version of Tony Stark continuing at in robert downey jr in that role um i think the hologram at the end was kind of the clue yeah i would not be shocked if we see a hologram tony stark going forward in these movies as kind of a leader central point in the avengers movies yeah, like no. spider man i could see it for no. spider man for sure i wouldn't be surprised because you got to remember robert downey jr to be fair to him does have a lot going on outside of marvel and I will say, I just wouldn't be shocked if we see him going forward in a hologram role. As much as I love Iron Man, I do not want Jedi Force Ghost. I don't Iron want Man. that either. <laughs> I don't want that either. I yeah. mean, the thing with the hologram, though, he says it. He was filming it before they went back in time, just in case. So, like, how much just-in-case stuff would he have, Right. you know, for Spider-Man, for whoever? Now... If you want to tell me, maybe they kind of 
maybe he always had something figured out that he could make himself like artificial, like the like the original version of Jarvis or something. Mm-hmm. Then that's a conversation I'll have with you. Mm-hmm. But you know, just random. Oh no, what do I do here? Oh, let me no, no, that's what, I was, that's what I meant. Sorry, that's what I meant. Okay, then that yeah, that I can get on board with. You know, like something where like, you know. Yeah, like something like the original version of Jarvis, I can deal with. Last Friday somehow, like they merge the two, or I don't know, who knows. The only yeah. thing I wish, I wish that we could get like an Iron Man Spider-Man movie, just because Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland's chemistry is fucking. Oh, they're so fun good to watch. together. Yeah, yeah. This, and this they is become, nice. They became good friends, like outside of this too. So yeah, this is this is this is nice. This is nice. <laughs> hey, oh hey, yeah. Doctor Strange, I'm Peter Parker. I, I'm I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Oh, we're using our Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. I like Holland. Holland's good. I yes. like that. He reminds me of Michael J. Fox, man. He's the first Spider Man that plays both Peter Parker and Spider Man really well. He, he, for sure. For sure. And I I don't know what it is. He sounds to me. He sounds just like how Michael J. Fox sounds. Like his voice. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and I if they ever made a Back to the Future four. He has to be his son in the movie. That, that has to be it. M- Marty Jr.? Yeah. McFly! That's the only way I'll yeah, be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, Michael, Michael could have been Spidey. He could have been. Probably mm-hmm. was in some alternative universe somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, moving forward, they figure it out. Uh, Tony Stark figures out how to go back in time. They get a plan together that they're going to go to three separate timelines to get the Infinity Stones back. And this is where, mm-hmm. I guess, now we can jump into Act 2. And Act 2, I don't think we're going to stick on too, too like, long, because it was just a... just get Everybody was just getting the Infinity Stones. And, yeah. I, and we already kind of talked about Natasha and everything, how that went down. So, um... What's, I, mean, I love the, how the they only... went back to the first Avengers movie. Like, I thought that was cool. That was one of the things... I, I think the decision to... Because I think going into this movie, I was like, you know, if they just go back to when Thanos does the snap and try to stop him from doing it, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie that much. Mm-hmm. I love the decision to go back to when the Infinity Stones were not in his possession yet. Right. I think that's a really smart decision by them. And it was cool to see the, the cameos of the past movies. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so basically Back to the Future 2 on steroids. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> so the two things we got to mention here is uh, we'll never see John Cena turn heel, but we'll at least see Captain America say Hell Hydra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, uh. I said before at the beginning, I was not a fan of Loki stuff. I did read about two weeks ago that Loki is going to be getting his own show. Yep. On the plus thing. So, um, see, that's what I'm confused yeah. about now. Yeah. You know, with all this stuff with the parallel universes and stuff like that, Loki got away. Yep, that's what saved him. Yeah, you know, so, so this is a different parallel version of him before he bonded with Thor, and he's going to have some show. You know, like, is the show going to be about him, what he's doing now that he got away, but also what does this mean for the Tesseract? Because he... He leaves with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and but, remember that, but that, that last scene of Original Avengers. Right. But is, whatever he does, he'll be stuck in whatever timeline he's in. He, whatever he does won't affect the present, current timeline. Now, see, now, Marvel has to be really careful. Really careful with time travel stuff now. Because it could get to the point where it's going to get really convoluted. 
and it's going to get so confusing for casual fans. Yep. Yeah. And you got to be super careful with this. Yeah. That's yeah. Like DC. That's where DC fucks up with the whole Flash, like Flashpoint thing that I mentioned earlier. This is more DC's thing. Marvel doesn't really mess with this. There are a few times they time travel, but uh, yeah, I was I, I was not a fan of the Loki stuff. I like what they did with the character in the previous movies. I liked how he finally bonded with Thor. How he finally accepted Thor was the true king, and then him and Thanos killed him. And yeah. even though he died, that was sad. He, he went out protecting his brother. Like that was a good way to go out. But you know, he brought him back. So it is what it is. I didn't like that part, but I did like Captain America. That was, that was yeah, that's America's ass right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, uh, what was I going to bring up? I love the scene on Robert Downey Jr.'s acting again when he sees his dad. Mm. Yes. I love that scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so well done. Like. Yeah. And again, the, the decision making. Instead of it being, "I'm your son. I'm from the future." Like, you know, he just he just his Tony Stark. Yeah. And Howard Stark, and they they find common um, common uh, ground, common, common ground. interest. Yeah, and it's just it's so good. Uh, it's just the decision making in this movie by whoever made the decisions, whether it was Kevin Feige or the Russo brothers. Just a lot of they hit on every decision they made. Yep. You know what? Since we're in Act Two, though, and you brought up the seventies and everything, them going back, I forgot about this. But you know what? It's my only. I gotta say, if it's my only stick in the ass about this movie, I feel like they telegraphed the stuff with Peggy throughout the whole freaking movie. Yeah. How many times did we see the locket? And then, you know, the the scene where he's staring at her and, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I never got that dance. Like, seeing the way it ended, you realize, like, it was all they did kind of put, yeah... But they foreshadowed to a point where it was almost too much. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. all right, like, like, oh, you know, I have the locket on the plane. Oh, me and Captain America 2012 are fighting, and he kicked the locket out of my hand. Oh, I have the locket again. Oh, I just felt like, looking back on it, it was like, okay, yeah, it was a little, mm-hmm. a little much. I, liked, I did like the scene where he's, like, looking at her, but I thought they did bring out the locket a lot. I, yeah, I will agree with that. But I thought yeah. the scene when he was looking at her, like, yeah, was that was fine. Was like, but you know, Damn. yeah, but you know what? It just tied into the fact that the locket was just way overdone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was fine. But I just feel like they telegraphed that part of it, like, but hey, you know, that's America's ass. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we move on from there. Uh, what was the the th- oh oh Thor and Rocket? They go and try to get the other Infinity Stone. Oh. Yeah, the ether. And then they run into Thor's mom. This is so good. Yeah. It was yep. so good. This is the first time I cried in the movie, to be fair. This was number I, one. I wear this all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite sweatshirt. Away. I think yeah. it's something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the little stuff. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was just a great scene again. And I was, I was like, tell her. Fucking tell her. And then she's yeah. like, don't tell me. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but you almost got you almost got a feeling like she knew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I got. That's what I felt. Is what she knew already. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't make this about me. Do what you need to do. And don't worry. I'll be, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... and with these movies, the, the quotables are really big for me. I'm a big, like, quote guy. I like 
I like the dialogue in these movies. And the quote of um, I forget I forget the exact word she used. Maybe someone else knows, but it was something like you know you can't be the person they want you to be. You can only be the person who you are, you know, or whatever, something like that. Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. Seeing the dialogue in these movies, especially with that conversation with Howard and Tony, and then you, you had a bunch of these these instances where the dialogue just really kind of, uh, it was exceptional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and then we go to Nebula and, uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on Don Cheadle's name. Rhodey. Yeah. Rhodey. Rhodey, yeah. Um, I did not see this coming, honestly. With Nebula, with like past Nebula, like that I totally was, forgot. That about was it. yeah. Because I was wondering how they're going to get Thanos back into the storyline. Yeah, yeah. did not see the time trip. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, no. And then yeah. I was like, oh, well, here comes Gamora. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot. I'd like that totally went over my head on that. And then part. not even that. The fact that you know they they were smart enough to take it a step further, like. Her, what they say, like her frequency, is that what they called it? Mm-hmm. It would be the same because she's still Nebula, so mm-hmm. of course they would they would cross. Yeah. You know, it, it was like, when they, yeah, when they did that, I was like, oh, and the, like, and that's the, fucking genius, man. And the, pa- the panic when Nebula finds out he knows. Oh yes. my god, he, he knows, he knows, yep. and like, she's and, freaking and, out. And, and her unable to get to anybody, get a hold of anybody, yeah, was good. Her character development might be one of the best, I think, of the whole series. I've become such a Nebula fan. I just really hope she sticks around with the Guardians and stuff. And you know, you know what, you know what the key was with her. Let's be honest. At the end of the day, she's a secondary character. That's what she is. Yeah. And you know what? They did the right amount of stuff to evolve her, but yet still keep her as a secondary character. If Mm -hmm. that makes any sense, like. They evolved it, but they didn't turn around and shove her down your throat and try to make her bigger than what she should be. Yeah. And that that's where it's like, you know what? Fuck, man. You guys did such an awesome job with this shit. You know, like when mm-hmm. you look at the stuff like that, you know, yeah, it, it was amazing. It was. But yeah, that, that whole that whole spurt between, you know, they're working on her and, you know, um, you know, then she clicked out the image and then, you know, her panic and everything. Like right. her realize. Yeah, that that was just. And, I don't know and, what that was. That was maybe two minutes, but it was just two minutes of and you know, one awesome. Of, one of the key things here is we we also got two different Thanoses, if you realize what, what they did here. They the first Thanos from Infinity War is very serene, very you know, this is inevitable. This is going to happen. Right. I'm going mm-hmm. through the motions here. This is this is so easy for me. Mm-hmm. And the but also one be- we got, he believe he really genuinely believed in what he was doing. True, right. right. This this one that was the one that hadn't gotten the Infinity Stones yet was still a merciful, uh, not mer- unmerciful, violent, right. just 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 a destroyer. To yep, and he, he was such a he good wasn't looking to do it because of conviction. Right. He was looking to do it to just be a badass motherfucker. Right. Even the speech he gives, you know, before it wasn't personal. Now it's personal. Now mm-hmm. you you thumped me, and I'm going to make sure you don't do it again. And yep. it's yeah yeah um so with that moving forward they get all the well yeah because because when he sees the clip of him getting beheaded then it's like all right you know what now it's on motherfuckers yep definitely (laughs) definitely and then the they switched nebulas 
And I was just like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, God it, yeah. damn it. <laughs> so, like, fuck. They get all the Infinity Stones back. They go back. They get the gauntlet. Or they Tony Stark makes a gauntlet. And mm-hmm. Hulk ends up snapping his fingers and brings people no. back. Hulk did not snap his fingers. Did Hulk snap his he fingers? Did. He did. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's right. That's right. And yeah, because Rudd goes out on the balcony. That's right. That's right. I got mixed up there first because you know what it was. I was more consumed with his arm burning. But yeah, right. He did get the snap off because Rudd's like, "Hey, look at this." And guy. Hawkeye. Hawkeye gets a phone call from his wife. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Velma calls him, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Act Two ends with basically Nebula bringing Thanos, Thanos. like to this like time frame like oh. and it, that scene when oh. uh paul rudge is like looking out the window looking at the birds mm-hmm. when those like shots get fired yeah. i'm just like did they just kill ant-man like <laughs> I, I, I thought they killed thought. ant-man I, th- I thought they killed the whole, like at least half that crew mm-hmm. yeah i totally thought ant-man was killed right mm-hmm. there yeah so then as we uh transition into part three um this is kind of like where the movie kind of went down for me, which is going to be like no character development for anybody else. There was no time for anybody. John, it sounds like you disagree. Too many characters that didn't do anything. You, you can have 50 plus characters on a TV screen because it looks cool, but like you have 50 plus characters, but like only 10 of them contribute something. You might. But you, yeah, but you, you know what though? Hang on, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this on. Yes, it was a lot in, you know, we're, we're going to jump a little to everybody returning. But you know what? Not everybody had to do something because everybody was out for the same thing. They were out for fucking revenge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about that. Okay, now the Guardians are back. Let's set up something with them. No, it wasn't about that. They wanted fucking Thanos' ass. And sure, there was the little side thing of, you know, when Quill saw Gamora. But that was it. Same thing with Black Panther. We weren't setting up black panther 2 we're setting up the fact that you know we don't bend we don't bend we don't break wakanda forever we're gonna kick your fucking ass thanos that's what it, that's what that's <laughs> where uh, all just, those characters they, they in. set up guardians 3 at the end they could have set up yeah black but that was after the battle was, yeah, but that was after the fact none of, none of them coming back the to the fight had had like needed instance, anything like for instance black panther's sister shuri got snapped and you didn't even know because they didn't even bother to show it on screen they showed everybody else getting snapped. They couldn't show her. There are some people that didn't even know she got snapped. They're like, really? She did? I'm like, yeah, she no, did. And those people aren't paying close enough attention. Yeah. No, because they didn't show her get snapped. The only they, way didn't, they didn't have to, though. They they showed they showed her as one of the missing, and they showed her as one of the confirmed that were gone. Yeah. The only thing they showed her was they showed her picture on a poster. And if you weren't paying attention to that, you wouldn't have known. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's, you know, but yeah, the whole point was you didn't need to develop a story with all those people, okay? Because they would just. I wasn't asking for a story. I was just asking for something. We didn't get it. Yeah, but that was the whole point. Other than revenge, there was nothing any of them needed for that that 10, 15 minutes that they were all together. It was just about revenge. I thought it was too much. It was like a battle rail. But the. But that was, but that's the point, though. Is that even in, even if you go back into like comic books, there's annuals. There's the the, the annual event where all the comic book heroes yeah. come together against the the big bad guy, and that's that's what we got. And like, that's what this was. Like John was saying, oh, I'm not a fan of people, 
Okay, well, I mean, I would say, like John said, the, all these people had an investment to be there. It wasn't like they called these people for nothing. All of them had a reason to be there. Doctor, the, the, all these people that, that came together had a reason to be there. I just felt like, you know, I could see that, you know, I mentioned to John, I'm a big Doctor, Doctor Strange guy. I didn't feel like Doctor Strange got his big moment in the battle. But again, there's just so many characters that it's it's tough to get everyone their moment. But I think for the but amount I, of but like I said to you, Aaron, I also think the big thing with Strange was he was carrying what the end part in the phrase, but what the end game actually was, right. and that was the fact that Tony, you know, despite all of Tony's bickering with him, he had to carry the fact that shit, this guy's gonna have to sacrifice himself to save everyone. That's why when Tony was like. Well, what's the deal? He mm -hmm. told Tony straight out, if I tell you, it ain't going to happen. Because if I tell you, you got to kill yourself, you ain't going to do it. And that's, I, why, and that's why I don't hold the, that against this movie. is Because I think there are just so many characters that it's hard to get everyone their moment. But I think for, for what they did, they Yeah, not everybody had to have something special. It was they were all there for the same reason. You staffed me, you big purple fuck. Now we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> and that's, that's what probably it was. why I'm not into the MCU like that. Because they have too many characters. I would rather have a smaller cast of characters where everybody... Can yeah, yeah but you, you know what those two, though? But even, you know what the even in that big battle, the, the main characters were the focal point. Cap, Iron Man, Thor, and, and a couple of others that were, that were kind of... That were strung along. In the, in the final, you know, in the final, final battle part... It was only those main characters. It was all the original Avengers. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it wasn't Black Panther who randomly got the Marjorie. It was it was Captain America. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it should have been. You know, and because it, of the fact that he has that history with Thor. You know, it, it shouldn't have been, you know, Peter Quill getting it. <laughs> you right, know? Right. And I think they did a good job of focusing, kind of giving Spider-Man, like, a little extra, like... This is nice. More fights, like and stuff, because I think he just he's just gonna mean so much more to the story moving forward. Like he's gonna be the I, one that actually progresses the story, like a little bit. Yeah, and, and I'm interested. The one good thing I do like with Far From Home coming out, you know, relatively, you know, somewhat soon, is you're gonna get that quick aftermath of Tony's death. Yeah, mm -hmm. and how it's gonna affect Peter Parker. Yep. That's, yep. that's his uncle Ben. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And uh, so. With that, there's one thing. There's one question I do have. Um, Nebula, when she shoots Nebula, how come she doesn't die? Because that's because, again, because it's an because alternate realm the, version of, right. of of Nebula. Right. See, Back to the Future has me all fucked up. <laughs> that's but, uh, what it because is. Yeah, that I, becomes Nebula's path. So yeah. she's no yeah. That Nebula. Todd, you're, you're not the only one. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I Fuck. Thursday night, I was like. I think I had like a whiteboard out of just trying to figure shit out and you know, but but Loki escaped, but yet Loki's dead. Nebula killed Nebula, but Thanos died twice, like you know, the Tesseract is in nineteen seventy, but now it's 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 an infinity so like yeah, I, I I was I was like Zach Alphanakis in the hangover running the numbers in my head with the card. Like <laughs> Um Yeah. So yeah, final battle happens. And that scene happens. Tony Stark. I'm, a, I'm Iron Man. That's what I think the thing with... Yeah, but getting before that, because you know Aaron was talking about Doctor Strange's moment or lack thereof one, I think the whole 
finger, him pointing up the finger, you know, like one. Yeah. There's one way, and I think that was his way of basically telling Tony. I think once Tony realized that that was on the table as a possibility, I think when Strange put the finger up, it became the po- You know what I'm saying? Like it became right. the possibility. The not really, not really rephrase that. Not the possibility. It became the only option. This is where we either win or lose, and it's up yeah. to you. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we get this scene. There was a fuck god damn i was trying to hold back my goddamn tears like i had yeah. one tear like come out i feel like today i'm just gonna be like i know it's coming and i feel like today i'm gonna cry like just let it yeah. out man. and because i'm hung over too so it's just gonna be easier for me to cry <laughs> this time because you realize the blues are gonna lose the next three you know john wow. john <laughs> yeah fuck you fuck matt zuccarello too he killed us yesterday um but uh i i've never seen a guy come back that fast from a broken hand unreal <laughs> Absolutely unreal. He's I just wanted player. to, I just wanted to mention real quick the number. The second time I cried was when uh, we hear uh, Cap, uh, Cap on your left, and yes, you know, we get that moment there. Um, but yeah, man, what part? Uh, when when Sam he, he hears Sam in the radio, and we and we don't know who it is. Anybody, yeah, it's before anybody comes out, but you hear in Cap's headset, Cap, you there? And then oh, I, I think yeah. he's like, yo, yeah, on your left. And someone Captain, comes out. Captain Sam, and I'm on your yeah, left. Yeah, my- someone comes out first. I think Black Panther comes out first. Yeah. And Dutch. then mm-hmm. Sam comes out a little bit after with, with Bucky and that. And yeah. So real quick, since I've got like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, one last thing in Act 3. After everything's all said and done, after... Oh man! Actually, give me once. I gotta make sure my girlfriend's down here. I want to make sure she has headphones in. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, the scene. You know what? Somebody take this from me, so I don't have to say it out loud. <laughs> I don't um, spoil it. I, I, I it. Uh, so after uh, everything's kind of been settled and everyone's kind of going back to their their lives, I guess you could say, um, we get the moment where Cap. Goes back in time, brings back the Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. uh, and comes back as a 100, what, what, what is it, 106 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. So it's, it's still some ridiculous number yeah. off of, you know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he comes back, he's, uh, he's old Captain America, he passes the shield on to Sam Wilson, um, yep. and, and uh, the, the end show. Yep, and they're on show, and the the movie ends with him and Peggy dancing to nineteen uh, fifties music in their nice little house, and that's it. Yeah, and man, just I just had such a dead stare after that movie. Just like I I was done after the Tony hologram, and yeah. you know, I I say this, I use this phrase a few times, and I I know you guys don't get where I'm coming from, but some days will. The father in me kicks in, mm-hmm. and that Tony hologram, like, you know, did it for me because it, it actually it brought me back to my accident, you know, and you know the fact that I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I was, I could have, my accident was like a few inches away from us not having this conversation right now, and I just pictured like myself like with my 
one son at the time and you know it's just was like yeah after that like i was i was done i was i was done <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean to i didn't mean to kill the mood but no no it, it, but it's true though yeah it's uh it, it hits you <laughs> yeah yeah it totally does it's totally a gut punch at the end yeah and now one thing i want to ask you guys is so i, I even brought this up to john in, in in a messenger uh text was uh like, you're breaking up. Here, you're, now, you're breaking up, Aaron. You're breaking up. Come on, okay. come on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Now we can, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I wanted to ask you was that uh, I, I mentioned to John off in, in Messenger um, Cap giving Sam shield. I didn't take that as him saying, no, you're going to be Captain America. I thought it was just, just here's the shield. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, what do you guys think? I agree. Because John that. thinks it's John thinks he's becoming now. No, I don't think that. I think he's just going to use the shield. I don't know. I, I that shield isn't just a shield like a weapon shield. That shield means no. what it means, and I, I think it's a case of I know who I was during this timeline. I'm not going to be that anymore. Someone needs to be it, and it. You know, I chose you. No, he's um, John. He's going to be Captain America. So Sam walked up to him and said, "It's going to suck to be in a world without Captain America." Yeah, and he's and and then uh, Cap said yeah. something along the lines like, "No, it won't," or some oh, something okay. like that. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah you guys are right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what happens in in this. You get so wrapped up in the emotion that that's it's like easy. It's, yeah, it's easy to miss some of the other things. That go on during it, right. and then you know that's why. Yeah, yeah. He Sam is gonna basically be Captain. Yeah, Sam's gonna yeah, be Captain America. They have, a lot, they have a lot of options. They got to figure it out. Uh, we're still waiting for this Disney Plus thing to take off. Mm, this yeah. could be a show. It could be like Disney Plus is gonna be awesome. Wait, it could be like another movie. We gotta wait and see what they gotta do. I'm still yeah. sure. Netflix is so fucked. You, you, you know, you know what the first telling thing is gonna be. And I, I and I, I know obviously this is the obvious easy thing to say, but you know it's also probably the most logical. Is the key is going to be? I don't know how many people realize yet how important this Spider-Man movie is going to be because right. there are some people who believe it's the start of Phase Four. There's also some people who believe it's the official end of Phase Three. But the one fact that I hear nobody talking about, and I think it has to be addressed is what role does Nick Fury play in all this? Because all this stuff starts and ends with him. Mm. What is his role going to be in this? Like when he says, says to Peter, I finally get to meet you, or it's nice to finally meet you, something mm -hmm. along those lines. What does he want to meet him for? Right. Are, are they talking about a new Avengers? Are they talking about a new shield? Are they talking about, you know, we need to, you know, continue Tony's like, what is Nick Fury's, role in this and i find it very interesting that they're going right to it you could have taken a movie or two off you could have had one of the underlining things of far from home could have been you know peter being upset being devastated you know maybe the trip will help him you know mm -hmm. start to get over it they could have went there and that would have been fine you know it would have made a lot of sense it would have been fine but you know they're going the fact that sam jackson's in it, they're going it, that tells me 
they going right to it. That, yeah, yeah. But that, and we're getting Thor with the Guardians now, which mm, I can't wait for. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. I better bring Korg. That's all I gotta say. Korg better be like, oh, sorry, man. Let's just right on the <laughs> ship. I didn't realize you guys were in space. Right, it's your. It, right, it's your ship. I want to see. You're the captain. Well, you're a freaking treat. They have shows like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. They I'll, use I'll bet you, Mo- I have a feeling a lot of that stuff just got canceled because Netflix knew yeah. what was coming. Right, and right. Of course. For sure. I'll right. bet you, if yeah. not 100% of them, I'll bet you about 85 to 90% of them that Come got back. canceled end up coming back in some form. I think, right. I I think this was just Netflix's is, uh, way of saying, you know what? We're not going to do you any favors. Why should we? And you know what? You deal with it. We're going to kill all the buzz now while we can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What I want to see is I want to because they use they use the elements of the movies in those shows. I want to see how Thanos will snap. Oh, how does that work in the shows? Hmm. Like, are they going to explain that? This could happen. That? Is the question. I think they address it in Agents of the Shield. I don't watch it. And the only reason why that show has ever caught my eyes, because I found it weird that they never even mentioned, and we talked about this, the Aaron and Todd, we, we talked about this the other day. Like, of, I, I know they don't reference anything from the t- TV shows, but Colston was in the movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they never even once even went anywhere with him still being alive. Right. You know, and that was the only thing I was, I, you know, I was a little surprised with. But I think the snap is, I think they did it with the snap on on that. I think. Hmm. Okay. So, with that being said, that basically wraps it up for us here, gentlemen. Our Avengers talk, the one point two billion dollar grossing movie. Fastest, That's crazy. Fastest, yeah. uh, and, and you, you got you got to figure you got to figure after. I mean, that number came out last night, so you got to figure after today. It's probably closer mm-hmm. to one point three, one point four. Uh, I looked today on uh, Flickster, and all theaters are still booked up. I, I tried to get more tickets later today. A lot of it's on pace yeah. to uh, yeah. catch Avatar for the. Yeah, I think it has two point seven billion Avatar. I think that's the highest grossing movie worldwide. So, but okay, hang on a second. So two point seven is the highest grossing worldwide. They're at one point two. Let's say they finish at one point three. Even if you drop down fifty percent next weekend, you're still doing almost seven hundred million. Right. Right. <laughs> Which would get them to two billion. And they're not that dropping fifty percent. Right. I'm, no, Especially yeah, I'm just going back three, four times. It's hey, listen, I'm, I'll, I'll be in there again Friday, and I'm, I'm taking one more with me. I saw it Thursday night. The only re- way I'll I got in, in there Thursday in night, twenty minutes. Yeah, was <laughs> I got lucky that my theater had like one seat in, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm taking it." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, final yeah. grades. I just want to do final grades. A plus. That's a perfect. A plus. A close to a perfect for me. A plus. Uh, if not, I'm perfect, gonna go honestly. I'm gonna go A because I don't ever I don't give anything an A plus. Um, really, oh, you're that fucking guy. Really, I want to hear toast. You're that guy. <laughs> Toph, what's your grade? Uh, I give it a C plus. All right. All right. All right. Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I want toast grade just to get JCD's reaction. <laughs> I give the guy a brain aneurysm <laughs> over here. Well, you, Christopher, you and I are going to have a lot to talk about on Friday. Thank you, though, And I have to tell you guys one thing in closing. Even despite your shitty grading system, Chris, I love you all 3,000. Aw. Aw. In the moment. <laughs>
Thanks, man. But uh, fuck Facebook right. Portal. Oh, I fucked that up. Oh, thanks, Doug. <laughs> You're the new Doug. That's what I'll call you. Fuck, fuck Facebook Portal. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to close it out. It's, uh, it's Korg now. So, uh, Aaron, Tolf, uh, JC, I can't do it. <laughs> Aaron, Tolf, JCD, thank you guys for coming on the show. And uh, where can we find you guys on Twitter? At JCD0613. You can find me, uh, Aaron, from PWP, and uh, I'll be having some more endgame takes uh, for the rest of the week. Nice. You can find let, me let me ask at, you guys something. I'm oh, sorry. Tof, go ahead with your Twitter, and then I want to ask you guys one question. You, you guys can follow me at Tof Knows Best on Twitter. Nice. All right, what's okay, your question, Okay, let me, let me ask you guys quick, a real question. Two real question, real quick. Oh, JCD, let's go. When is it acceptable to talk about the movie in public? Now. I think... I think I think you should be uh, mindful of the people around you for sure. Yeah, I think but you... I'm not about this fucking like I can't talk about it to anybody. That's, I'm just, that's I'm just gonna be like, have you seen Avengers? Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, we'll be in... I always give something a week after it releases. Seven days a week is enough for most people. Yeah, I agree with that actually. So okay, it's something that's so big as this too. It's kind yeah. of like, have you not seen it yet? <laughs> thing and then do like a bunch of periods to so no one sees it. Well, did you click. hear? About, did you hear about the school that sent out a memo to the, to the parents if Which your kids awesome. store Endgame, <laughs> being that they're coming back from vacation? Do not talk. Have don't let your kids talk about it in class yet. That's just how big of a phenomenon this movie yeah. really is. Like that's yeah. Awesome. Like I don't want. Like yeah. I'll be honest. I don't want it ruined for my son. I, I want to go with him on Friday afternoon and see it. I want him to see it. I don't want him to come home. Daddy, Iron Man died. Uh well, <laughs> gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I gotta go see Avengers again. Alright. Thank you guys I for coming are. on. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thanks. Alright, I'll, I'll see you guys later. 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 Alright, so that wraps it up for the Avengers Endgame uh, review show. Uh, you can follow uh, at Offended on Facebook. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation on all social media platforms as well. Uh, you can buy our t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended. Uh, make sure to go listen to all of our other podcasts that we have out uh, Offended. We have so many spinoffs right now. Hockey, wrestling, Game of Thrones, and our regular Offended show. All on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts just by searching Offended. Subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Trick1042. All right, that does it. I'm going to go get out of here and go see Avengers again. All right, I love you all. 3004, JCD, Aaron, Toph, I'm Tricky. This has been the Offended Avengers Endgame Review Show. I'll see you guys later.